Neil Sperry's Texas Gardening is presented by your North Texas Ace Hardware dealers. And that's not just one hour, but both hours. So stop in and tell them thanks. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. And now, here's Neil. All right, Stubby, thank you very much, and welcome back, everybody. Welcome to our second hour for this uh, Saturday afternoon. And uh, as I mentioned last uh, hour, this will be the last week that I'll have two hours. Um, I'll go to, to one hour, one until two, next uh, Saturday. And uh, then uh, on WBAP from 8 until 9, starting next Sunday. Tomorrow will be 8 until 10, but cutting back to one hour per uh, per program. Um, and the, the reason being, I just, uh, I, I'm not up to going out on ad sales. Uh, I, I'm going to go ahead and tell you again, um, at the, and I'll probably do it next week, and then we'll let it go after that. Um, was diagnosed, uh, it's been several weeks, uh, a couple months ago, with metastatic melanoma. Started with a tiny little freckle on top of my forehead and uh, was taken off 30 months ago and uh, didn't think anything of it. It was stage 1A, which is as minimal as can be. And uh, then a very small spot appeared on my lung in uh, March and the test just took forever to uh, get all run. There's not enough radiologists, not enough equipment anywhere this is a common problem in America right now. And um, finally it came back that it was uh, first thought to be lung cancer. I've never smoked. And uh, then when the biopsy came back as melanoma, they said, oh, have you had melanoma? I said, yeah, a tiny one. And well, it's now in your lung, which means it's stage four. And uh, that means you don't take chemo, you take uh, immunotherapy. And... Uh, It'll be waiting on you in 20 minutes. And, oh, okay. And so I took that, and uh, another doctor, friend of ours, suggested that I uh, immediately consult with MD Anderson, which I did and have been going there. I have been there once, and we'll go a second time in the next few days to begin treatment there. Uh, what was given to me uh, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area by uh, independent um, agency that deals with this sort of thing, not my advertiser, um, was apparently not supposed to be given to somebody with psoriatic arthritis. And I can hardly walk. And as a result, I just don't see myself selling ads on my radio program. Not the exact picture you want when you walk in the door. Hi, I'm Neil, and uh, I'd like to sell you ads. And so I've consolidated my ad sales. It was a business decision, and my advertisers are sticking with me. They are wonderful, as is Mike Bass, my producer. He said, Neil, I'm with you, and and uh, hope he hasn't had a change of mind this week and was trying to figure out how to tell me. But but Mike will be producing each of the hours. They don't make them any better than my advertisers and Mike. And so and, and the people at WBAP slash KLIF, it's the same people. And so I'm, I'm immensely grateful. I love doing radio and I feel great other than the fact that my knees are now, I walk like a zombie. Um, and, and so anyway, I plan to keep on doing my gardens newsletter and writing for my newspapers and other things. Anyway, that's the reason we'll be cutting back to one. It's it's not a matter of not being able to do two hours. It's a matter of not being able to to afford to buy the two hours. I have to buy my airtime. So that's where we are. And I, I don't want to talk about it in every call that comes in. I appreciate your prayers and your well wishes. And, uh, and that's fine. You're welcome to ask when you see me out on the street. I'll be, I'll be the guy walking like the zombie and probably looking like one. But anyway, I love you all, and I thank you for listening all these years. 47 years I've been doing this. And uh, so there we go. Um, all right, let me uh, do an ad quickly here, and then we're going to Janet in Dallas. She has called back, and I want to help her with her, her turf grass question. And I need some more calls. I would like to have your calls. We do need to talk a little bit about the uh, pending uh, upcoming frost and freeze. 
but the phone number is 888-787-KLIF, 888-787-5543. Wear your sunscreen, by the way. That's the best way you can uh, bypass a lot of problems. Um, And uh, wish you'd been around when I was a kid, out there mowing yards all the time. I wore caps, but uh, I thought I thought of warm enough. You just never know. Um, I'm going to tell you about Whiskey Stone right now. This is a joy to tell you about Whiskey Stone because Mike and Derek Wisnand are good friends of very long standing. It's the second and third generation in this business uh, at 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. It's the greatest stone yard you ever saw in your life. If they, if they don't have a stone type that you're looking for, I don't think anybody's going to handle it. You need to go over there. You can call ahead and ask if you want to at 817-429-0822. They're open Monday through Saturday. I don't know if they're open on a day when it's just flooding everywhere. I don't know. 817-429-0822. Website is whiz, W-H-I-Z hyphen Q.com. But let me tell you about it. If you're doing a retaining wall, they have stone of all kinds. If you want landscape boulders, they have beautiful boulders of all kinds, shapes, and sizes. If you want river rock, if you want decorative gravel, maybe a, a stone for a walkway or a path or a, a patio, they have it all. And I hope that you will give them a chance to show you what they have and discuss how you would use it if you want to do it yourself or give you uh, referrals to some of the best landscape contractors who can use their stone. It's the best. Best people, best product. They deliver anywhere you can hear me. That's WhizQ Stone, W-H-I-Z hyphen Q Stone. That's W-H-I-Z hyphen Q dot com. 4501 East Loop 820 South in Southeast Fort Worth. Open Monday through Saturday. It's WhizQ Stone. I'm Rachel from Main Street Ace Hardware Ennis. When you need reliable, localized help for all those great products, come see us. We're Ace, the helpful hardware folks. And now back to you, Neil. Rachel maybe sold out of rain gauges. That's the part of uh, North Texas that got all the rain down there south of Dallas. So thank you, Rachel, very much. Very cheerful voice. I like hearing her rejoinders. Once again, the phone number, if you'd like to call right now, oh, I'd love to hear from you, 888-787-KLIF. 888-787-5543. Let's go to Janet in Dallas. Janet, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Hi, Neil. I had Hi. a quick question about our grass. If I'm wondering if it's too late in the season to take care of some of those areas that had that dead gray area, maybe from a fungus. All right. What kind of grass is this? It's uh, mainly Bermuda there's a little St. Augustine in part of the yard, and it seems to have done well. Okay. I'm trying to think what uh, what fungus you might be referring to on Bermuda. St. Augustine uh, seemed to draw most of the short straws on, on uh, funguses. Oh, um, ours did really this, well this season. Is this in full sun? Yes. All right. And so, what month did you go ahead? I was going to say the the whole neighborhood in North Dallas seems to have these areas, patches of dead grass that I first noticed, you know, early in the summer and just sort of pulled up the dead part and uh, didn't really take good care of it. <clears throat> now with the rain, you know, it's muddy and. All right. Uh, so when you. I'm, I'm trying to ask questions that'll get me very specific answers so that I, I don't need to know about mud or anything like that. I just, what you're describing is not a common symptom. Um, so this is Bermuda grass. And uh, when you pulled on it, it, it came up off the ground without any uh, resistance, no root system, apparently. Yes. And it was right, and a this- gray color. All right, well, that's just dead grass. That It would be that color. And this was in June, you said early summer? Yes. All right. How did it look in April and May? 
usually in the spring before the grass turns green the weeds start to appear no but how did the bermuda how did the bermuda look in april and may part of the yard looked fine but there are patches. how did that how did the patches that ended up being gray and offer uh -huh. no resistance in june how did they look in april and may they looked dead so it actually showed up before june hmm. probably i originally thought it was from a bad freeze no bermuda will not freeze it's much hardier than than saint augustine I'm, okay. I'm what I'm trying to figure out, Janet, is when this happened and what might have happened. That's the way we diagnose a, a problem with turf grass or any plant for that matter. Um, Bermuda grass does not have very many funguses. It does have some, but they are hot weather funguses. They're August funguses. And, oh. and this doesn't sound at all like that. Okay. That's, uh, that's the uh, cottony blight that, that gets them that, that is from too much rain. And certainly this year in August, we didn't have too much rain. Um, there are a few very rare uh, diseases that will show up on Bermuda in the spring. I was trying to rule out grubworm damage because everything you described sounded like grubworm damage, but you're, you're, you would be the first to report grubworm damage to me in 2023. It's kind of odd that it would wait until almost the first of November for anybody to report it if it's all across North Dallas or your block or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I, I doubt that that's what it is. Um, and are you sure that all of these neighbors that had the same problem, uh, this was happening in full sun? Bermuda, when it dies out, usually is dying out in shady areas where there's not quite enough sunlight. That's a very common problem. I'm not trying to talk yeah. you into anything. I'm just trying to figure it out. Yeah. Yes, full sun. All right. These yards that I was describing. All right. And at what mowing height, roughly? Oh, I, well, I'm not sure. What are the options? Okay. Well, two there are people who, I'm sorry, go ahead. Maybe two inches. Okay. That certainly is a mowing height. And, and there, if you have several people involved, several different lawns, there'd be different mowing heights, I'm sure. Uh, there are a lot of people who decide on their own that I think I'm going to mow higher because we're in a drought or this or that, and, and they raise the mower and they end up mowing too tall, and the grass thins out because of that. I, I'm not sure I have an answer for you. It, it's, uh, it's easier, really. Uh, the The... The diseases that get St. Augustine don't translate over to Bermuda, usually. And so I, while I could give you options on the St. Augustine, I don't know that I have anything for the Bermuda. Okay. Uh, if, if, if somebody used the wrong fertilizer on Bermuda, if they used uh, something that was intended for St. Augustine, that would kill Bermuda. There, there are weed killers that are intended to be used on St. Augustine. They are in products labeled for St. Augustine. They have St. Augustine in the name or the initial S and those products will damage Bermuda. So it's possible that could have happened. Uh, maybe they were put on the lawn because there is St. Augustine in the lawn and, and uh, uh -huh. yeah, I think I'll use that and, and that would damage Bermuda. But there's just too many variables that I don't feel comfortable in giving any kind of a guess of an answer. I understand. Should I it's just not your fault? I just, I'm just not asking the right questions <laughs> yeah. to get the answer I need. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Should I just plant some ryegrass for the winter? Yeah, you sure can. Um, you need to do it as soon as you can. It's a little bit damp right now. I don't think I'd do it right now, but but uh, sometime in the next week or ten days you can, if you can find a perennial rye. It will not be perennial here. Uh, but it's an easier grass to maintain. It has finer blades. It's it, it's not as lush as annual ryegrass is. They both are annuals in Texas conditions. Uh, but perennial rye is a, a really beautiful winter lawn and would do a, a nice job for you. Um, it will be a little more expensive, and it's a lot harder to find. But if you can find it, it's worth it. But yes, either one of them can be planted, but as soon as possible because we're running out of time. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Neil. 
we got you one answer you can use anyway. And and yep. you have my gratitude for the call. Thank so thank you. So. You, you betcha. Have a good day. All right. Thanks. All right. Ken, uh, Keith in Hopkins County. Uh, we will uh, go to him in just a moment. And uh, that's a good general question, Keith. I'll be anxious to try to help you. Let me tell you about my book. It's Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening. When I started the book, um, I had several decisions to make. Do I want to self-publish? And the answer was, yes, I do. I don't want to work with a publishing company. They uh, put you on in with too many committees that don't garden and don't understand the topic. Uh, they're well-meaning, and they want to cut the costs so the book will sell well, and so their uh, shareholders will make more money, but they don't understand gardening. Uh, so self-publishing was more attractive that way. Uh, it also would allow me to have Carolyn Skye as my editor. It's the only way I could have had Carolyn or, or uh, Cindy Smith as a graphic designer, two ladies with whom I had worked and was absolutely thrilled with their, their knowledge. They're just they're brilliant. And so I said, you know what, I am going to self-publish this, even though it means I have to put the money up front and uh, to pay for the printing. And uh, then uh, my friend, the, the late Colin Flood, helped me find a wonderful printer in San Antonio, Clear Visions. And Clear Visions found Universal Bookbindery in San Antonio, a historic bookbindery. And that's how it all unfolded. And I went to all the press checks, all 43 press checks, and watched the book come off the presses. I had a wonderful time. It took three weeks to do all that, but it was well worth it. 840 of my photos, 344 pages. Uh, those 840 photos, that's why I wanted to make sure the color was, was right. Um, and I wanted to make sure it said printed in Texas, not printed in China. I wanted Texans to be getting the business, the, the work. 11 chapters. Chapter 1 is the basics of gardening in Texas. Chapter 2 is that 48-page calendar. It's a perpetual calendar of when to do everything. Chapters 3 through 11 cover trees, shrubs, vines, ground covers, annuals, perennials, lawns, fruit, and vegetables. It's all there. Now, the book is not in stores, and it's not on Amazon. It's available from my office or my website. The reason was I wanted to be able to sign every copy and also keep the price as low as I could for you. And uh, that's all worked out beautifully. We just took uh, delivery on the next to the last uh, uh, bunch of the sixth printing of the book. And uh, thank you for all of you who ordered a week ago. And as I mentioned uh, two weeks ago, uh, I'm using these proceeds to cover some medical expenses that uh, Medicare does not cover. So I especially thank you for that. So you can order it, um, satisfaction guaranteed or a full refund from my website, which is neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com, or you can call my office Monday through Friday business hours at 800-752-GROW, 800-752-G-R-O-W. The better way, though, is to order it right now at neilsperry.com. Lens Landscape Lighting knows different homes or sometimes the same home may have multiple personalities. From invitingly warm and whimsical to amazingly modern and stylish, whatever your home's personality, we make them shine. Let our creative team of lighting experts at Lens accentuate and bring out the best of every side of your property. Lens Landscape Lighting, we light the way you live. For more information, go to LensLighting.com. Dick Lentz is a longtime friend of mine, and we have uh, Lentz Lighting in our trees and really happy with it. Thank you. Let me tell you about Advanced Foundation Repair now. These are the people who fixed our house, who made it whole once again. That's been 20 years ago, I guess. And it is, uh, it is wonderful to be able to recommend them to you. 27 years ago, Fred Marshall came to me and said, Neil, we've considered uh, buying ads in your program. Would you be willing to do that? I said, well, Fred, I'm flattered you'd ask. Let me have a list of some of your business, uh, your account 
companies, customers for whom you've done work and let me check them and, and if they're satisfied, then the answer would be yes. I don't know your industry, don't understand how you do your work. I just need to make sure your folks are, are very happy. And he gave me a list and I set out, it took me about six weeks to make contact with all of them. But oh my goodness, the work was just spectacular, as was the work done at our home. They are very affordable, they are very thorough, they know what they're doing, and they do it right. That's Advanced Foundation Repair. The home inspection is absolutely free, and uh, if they find a problem, they'll show you what it is and how bad it is, or if they don't find a problem, they'll tell you that, and they'll say, thanks for inviting us out. 214-333-0003, foundationrepairs.com foundationrepairs.com. It's advanced foundation repair. Call for that free home estimate. 214-333-0003. Advanced foundation repair. I'm Carrie from Ace Hardware of Richardson at the corner of Coit and Beltline. When you need reliable, localized help and you're looking for great, authentic Yeti products, come to us. We're the helpful hardware folks. And now, back to Neil. Thank you, Carrie. That's where we have gotten almost all of our Yeti products. They have a wonderful supply, a wonderful selection. Let's go to Keith in Hopkins County. Keith, this is Neil. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Simple question. I, I uh, have about a dozen barrels that I use to plant tomatoes plants in. What can I plant in right now and harvest before the springtime? Barrels. What kind of barrels are you talking about? They're 55-gallon barrels. They're full of dirt. I filled them up with dirt. So I, I don't have to bend over. It's, it's raised beds, you know. But Okay, no, I, I got you. That's... Uh essentially not 55 gallons of usable soil though because anything that no. uh, would fit in them is not going to have roots that deep um, no. you're you're going to have to cover almost anything you plant on the first of November uh, you're going to have to have some kind of protection at some point during the winter roots exposed like those are going to be uh, to temperatures of 20 degrees we'll say sometime in the next two months uh, will be very vulnerable the, the most cold-hardy uh, plants that we have would be uh, well, things like broccoli and, and the coal crops, C-O-L-E, coal crops. Um, so I guess you'd concentrate on those. I think if it were what my... About root, root, what about root crops like onions and uh, like onions, things like that? Well, uh, I guess you could try them. I, I, think they will, I think they will be hurt by the cold. I don't think they okay. can. I, there's no way of predicting, Keith, what we're going to have in terms of cold, so I can't really give you a, a for sure answer. But uh, we've had winters, uh, most of the winters are sufficient to do damage to onions. You lose 20 degrees of winter hardiness when you have things above ground. And uh, so oh, okay. you're, you're dealing with something equivalent to Amarillo uh, when you have them above ground like that. I see. I'm not trying to talk you out of your, your raised beds gardens, uh, raised bed garden, but it'll be more beneficial to you at other times of the year and it will during the midwinter. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I didn't, it's too late, too late to plant something like turnip grains or mustard greens, isn't it? You, you could, you could possibly do all right with those, but you at least need frost cloth or preferably if you could get a, a little hoop house over the top of them or something. It could be something that you just kind of uh, rig up yourself to, to go over the top. It would not have to be heated. It just would have to uh, hold in the, the uh, radiant warmth of the soil. You'd leave it open most of the time, and then uh, when it gets really cold, you'd, you'd close the ends in or something. Okay. I'm not sure you can justify the cost of that, though. Well, yes. Not very, very way I do it. I just put a... Uh, a clear garbage bag or a uh, probably a clear garbage bag over them. I don't think that's going to be enough air. I, I think it's going to overheat really quickly the next morning if it's if it's clear. You need more volume of air to have a, a bigger buffer uh, okay. of, of, uh, of warmth. Okay. Anyway, okay. you had another I question? Guess, 
No, that's it. I'll wait to spring. All right. Bye. All right. Yeah. Good good luck on your treatment. Thank you. It'll be fine. Appreciate that. Take care, Keith. All right. Um, Let me go to Ryan Richardson. I think we can help him fairly quickly. It looks like a good question. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. You there? Hi there. Yeah. Hey. I've got, uh, I called you earlier, uh, you know, first of spring, uh, when I planted my tomato plants, and I've got some celebrities and sweet 100s and you name it. Um, when the weather started cooling down, I started getting blooms again. And then on the sweet 100s, I was getting tomatoes that would grow no larger than, say, a double-op buckshot. And the celebrities and the others uh, only got about as big as a sweet 100 cherry tomato. Uh, should those be getting larger, or what's going on? Well, um, yeah, obviously those varieties are genetically programmed to be larger than that. These are plants left over from the spring? Yes, yes. I, I did buy four additional plants and uh, put in the, the garden. And they haven't done anything, but yeah, the plants that I planted back in the spring, uh, they're coming back out and getting new blooms. And I mean, this has been weeks that uh, none of I yeah, no, no, I heard all that. Uh, It's hard to keep plants through a summertime in Texas, let alone a summer like this summer was. So, I think that's most of your problem. The plants uh, didn't start blooming until so late. Uh, it's it's going to be hard to get any tomatoes to gain in size with temperatures about to do what they're going to do. I don't know if you'll even be able to get them through the the, the cold this week. Um, another time, I would I would try new transplants about the first of July, and hope that you don't have a, a record heat uh, summer. This year was brutal, and and it's it's making it harder and harder to have uh, good fall vegetable crops. Uh, there there seems to be no way out on that. Yeah, that, that part I can't apologize for. We have to try. It's it's worth the gamble because if you get a good crop, they are just tremendous. But but uh, it, the chance of failing is is quite great if you have uh, 105 degree temperatures for three weeks in July and August. Right, that's probably what happened before transplants. I put them in, and it was still pretty hot when I put them in. So they haven't done anything. Well, yeah, and they'll stall out, and then it's hard for them to recover from that. They have to be really tough. When you buy them, they need to be sitting out in full sun at the nursery. A lot of times the nurserymen, because of the short shelf life of tomato transplants, will just, uh, uh, out of habit, will put them in a little bit of shade in the afternoon so they won't have to water them three times a day. And uh, that, that makes it very difficult for us as consumers when we get them home. To, to put them out in full sun and, and have them survive. So it's, it's, a, it's a difficult thing. It's, it's a challenge, but if we can meet that challenge and get them established, then the rewards are just fabulous in the fall. But I think that's, I think that's what happened to you, and, and all you can do at this point is hope for the best. And I, if you have some frost cloth on hand, I don't know that I'd go spend $20 to buy some for this one purpose. But if you have some frost cloth on hand, I'd put it up over the tops of the plants and try to get them through because odds are quite good we'll have another four weeks without any more freeze. That's what happens when we get these early freezes. We're looking at uh, 30 degrees on Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever it is, and that's obviously going to be the end of the tomatoes. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate it. Yep. I don't know that I helped you much, but it was a start. So anyway, good luck with them. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for the call very much. All right, we're going to take a break for the tiny garden tip, and then we'll come back and and do a little bit more. So thank you for that. Uh, Callaway's Nursery. Uh, Let's uh, talk about Callaway's a little bit because fall is for planting, and Callaway's Nursery is for planting. They are the place to find vibrant annuals, stately shrubs, magnificent trees. They can enhance the overall beauty of your Texas home. You've come to count on Callaway's for their friendly and knowledgeable team, to discover plants that are just right for conditions in North Texas and 
how you can care for them. They have people that you don't even see or meet, don't know about, who are their buyers, who go into the, the wholesale growers all across the southern United States and the West Coast to buy you the best plants, and of course, all around the, the Texas nursery industry. Now you can rely on Callaways for your landscape design and installation of those plants as well. Are you ready to update your landscape? This is the time to start your transformation with the help of Callaway's landscape design and installation team. A local Callaway's designer will come to your home for a personalized visit. They'll collaborate with you to develop the right design and set up a time for your installation. With the help from Callaway's, you can relax and enjoy your newly created oasis this fall, giving your new plants plenty of time to get established before next summer. Get started today. Visit Callaways.com. Click on the Garden Services tab to schedule your appointment. Shop at any of their community stores, including their new location in Cedar Park near Austin. They're open seven days a week from 9 until 6 for your shopping convenience. That's Callaways Nursery. Their life lived beautifully. It's Callaways.com. When you're at home, you can always listen to KLIF. Just ask your smart speaker. This is Real News and Information 570 KLIF. KLIF.com. Neil Spray's eGardens is my free electronic newsletter, as in free, no charge. We've been doing it for 19 years and about, what, 39 or 40 weeks, something like that. I lost count. It's there at the masthead and I don't remember. But anyway, to my point, it doesn't cost you anything, never has, never will. There are five stories in each e-gardens. I want it to look and, and feel like an old-fashioned garden section. One of those stories is always a featured plant of the week. One of the stories is gardening this weekend, where I point out the 12 or 15 things that are most critical for you to get done that weekend. And one of the stories is really an assemblage of your uh, garden questions that you have emailed in, along with my answer to your question. And so that has worked out really well. And uh, then a couple of other stories, uh, Diane Sitton and uh, Stephen Shambly and uh, Steve Huddleston also supply wonderful stories for eGardens. I think you'll enjoy it very, very much. Um, I, and all you have to do is give us a, a an email address to which we can send it, and you'll be all set. That's Neil Sperry's eGardens. If you don't like it, you can always unsubscribe. That doesn't happen very often, but that's your out, and it's no problem. You'll never get an email, a spam email from me, uh, just because you signed up for eGardens. I never give or sell your email address to anybody. It's just eGardens. You get one a week on Thursdays right after 6 p.m. Neil Sperry's eGardens. If you want to see what it looks like, go to my website, neilsperry.com. That's where you sign up for it. It's also where you buy my book at neilsperry, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. Then click on eGardens. It's time now for a little bitty garden tip. I think you'll find it useful. If your neighborhood has rear entry garages, your alley may be a prime spot for good landscaping because everybody's going to see it. But you need to keep it simple. This is a great opportunity to set a great example for all the neighbors as they drive by. You might just want something simple like turf grass. Or you can use the fence as a support for an attractive flowering vine. Something like Carolina jessamine, wisteria, Madame Galen trumpet creeper, or maybe a lovely annual climbing vine. If you decide to plant color in the alley, keep it simple. That kind of very symmetrical garden is no place to try the informality of a collection of perennials. It's better to have maybe some annuals. Put a sign up and welcome people to come cut your zinnias, for example. So there are lots of things you can do with that funny little space out behind the fence. But just again, keep it simple. You'll enjoy it more. I have more gardening tips for you each Thursday evening in eGardens, my free weekly electronic newsletter. Sign up at neilsperry.com. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. They also are the place that sponsors this hour. And we appreciate the Ace people. Best thing you could do to help me would be to go buy Ace hardware sometime when you're out shopping. Go in there and, and shop, but also let the manager or the owner, whoever's on duty, 
let them know that you appreciate their sponsorship of this program. They'll be making a decision of next year before long, and, and uh, that really helps if they know that people are listening. And uh, they have a special going on right now. This is, the, this is the hardest one for me to read. They've done this other years, and I think it's the same equipment. And uh, so I'll give it my best shot here. I am not mechanical. I am horticultural. They don't always cross over. Stop by your locally owned North Texas Ace Retailer. Find a great deal on the Ego Power Plus 56-volt handheld leaf blower kit for $199. You can save $20 more for Ace Rewards members. You can sign up while you're there, in fact. The Ego Power Plus 530 cubic feet a minute blower delivers air speeds of up to 110 miles per hour and 530 cubic feet a minute to move wet leaves, grass, rocks, and other heavy debris. This cordless leaf blower delivers up to 75 minutes of runtime on a single charge with the included 56 volt 2.5 ampere hour arc lithium batteries. That's the part I don't know anything about, but uh, I think I'm accurate in what I just said. It's variable, they'll, they'll explain it to you. Just ask them, Say, tell them, Neil doesn't know what he's talking about. Would you tell me, please? <laughs> it's variable speed dial with lock-on button. Allows you to adjust your airspeed from 250 to 400 cubic feet per minute for ultimate control. This leaf blower features a high-efficiency brushless motor that delivers long run times, low vibrations, and an extended motor life. It's lightweight, compact, and gets the job done faster and quieter than gasoline. Experience power beyond belief without the noise, fuss, or fumes. Stop by your local Ace Hardware. And I might add that I have this blower. I may have the big brother to this blower uh, because Ego equipment is really good and because Ace is the place with the helpful hardware folks. Monday on DFW's Morning News from 5 till 9 at 717. The rise of AI girlfriends is making male loneliness worse and risks ruining a generation of men. What has led to this and why are feminists to blame? Let's talk about it Monday on DFW's Morning News on 570 KLIF and 96.3 FM HD2. My website is neilsperry.com and it's kind of the hub of what I do for a living. Uh, you'll find on my website, you will find... The offer for my book at $34.95. That's one of two ways that you can buy my book. The other being call my office at 800-752-GROW. And that one you have to do uh, weekdays uh, during the business hours. But the website's always there at neilsperry.com. And that's where you sign up for eGardens, my free electronic newsletter. It's where you see archived information on rose rosette virus and on crepe myrtle bark scale and on St. Augustine diagnostics. That website is where you find my 1001 frequently asked questions. That's all there at neilsperry.com. Take a look at my website. Take a look around, and uh, you'll find a lot of help for you. That's at neilsperry.com, N-E-I-L-S-P-E-R-R-Y.com. I'm Mark from Ben Burke Ace Hardware. I own my Ace Hardware store because I want to help your family, and I'm proud of my team that's there to serve you. We're Ace, the helpful hardware folks. And now back to Neil. The last, thank you, Mark, the last time that I recorded Rejoinders, that's what that was called, with the Ace Hardware people, I asked them all as they came into my recording area uh, individually, I asked them, tell me why you uh, bought and, and started your Ace Hardware store. And it caught them off guard. But you know what? It took them about 10 seconds to rebound and, and tell me, like Mark just did, why he started Ace Hardware and why each of the people started at Ace Hardware. And uh, it was obvious uh, something that they had thought about a long time, and, and they knew full well why they wanted to be involved with Ace Hardware. It really was, was fun to see those answers flow out. Um, a couple of things I want to talk to you about, uh, one of them being the, uh, the cold that's coming in starting tomorrow and, and then intensifying as the week goes. Um, you are aware... I assume that you can have freeze damage, cold damage, let me put it that way, frost damage, cold damage, at temperatures well above 32 degrees. Um, you can have frost 
form on, on windshields, for example, uh, when it is 36 or 37 degrees. Uh, and you'll have frost form on turf grass, on tomato plants, on coleus and basil plants. Those are some of the most vulnerable of our plants. It can happen at 37 or 38 degrees if it is still and if it is clear. If you have wind movement and if it's uh, clear, that really sets you up to have frost damage on your plants. So just be prepared for that. And that's the reason that frost cloth was originally developed was for late uh, winter application over plants that might be uh, delicate, might be tender. So frost cloth gets its name for uh, the uh, fact that it, it protects against frost. We use it uh, here about as much to uh, protect plants from hard freezes uh, in the middle of the winter time, but, but its real purpose uh, also frost damage. Uh, so if you can't move the plants inside this week, and if it's going to go down to 35 degrees and be clear and still, then you can cover them with uh, frost cloth. Go ahead and buy it and have it on hand. I have mine even pre-cut and uh, so I can get it in place very quickly. You can use it from year to year. I put it in uh, trash bags with big conspicuous labels on them so we don't assume it to be trash and throw it out. But that's, uh, that's the purpose of frost claws. Um, you need to make sure all your hoses are disconnected. All the sprinklers at the ends of the hoses are drained and dry so that they don't uh, rupture from uh, the uh, uh, water inside turning to ice and rupturing the workings of the sprinklers. Um, just keep it in mind, get all your plants into the house or into a greenhouse because it is going to get pretty cold Tuesday night. And remember also that uh, then it's going to uh, warm back up again. We may have another three or four weeks of balmy weather before it gets uh, uh, cold again. So keep that in mind. What else I need to talk about? I think, oh, and brown patch, or large patch as it's being called now, is going to start showing up in St. Augustine pretty actively since the soil is moist and since it's turning much colder. So be prepared for that. The lawn will turn yellowish, then brown in these patches, and uh, the blades will pull loose easily from the runners if you have brown patch or large patch. And you can see where they're deteriorated, right where they attach to the runners. If you see that, then use uh, labeled insect uh, uh, fungicide, uh, labeled for patch-type diseases in turf grass. Uh, you'll, you'll find them at uh, garden centers or hardware stores. Hardware stores will have them just as well. So there you go. I think that covers everything I wanted to talk about. Let me tell you about Neil Spray's Lone Star Gardening one more time. I'll tell you about the price of $34.95 and the fact that that is a especially low price. It's available for a short time. I'm trying to maximize the sales before the holidays. If you are interested in getting my book as a holiday gift, I'm going to ask one favor of you. I've been pretty open today about the fact that I'm getting some uh, some uh, immunotherapy infusions for metastatic melanoma and it's uh, it's kind of throwing my schedule my work schedule off i normally could tell you any given day of the week where i'll be sitting and what i'll be doing uh, but not now this is uh, when they say here is your appointment time you say yes thank you and you head off to nd anderson uh, so uh, uh, i need to have lead time if you'd like to give it as a gift it makes a wonderful gift for christmas uh, or for um, a housewarming or birthday or whatever. It's only $34.95. That's kind of a cash flow generator for me, and, and I'd love to get one in your hands. Uh, it is 344 pages, 840 of my photographs, a hardback printed in Texas on high-quality paper in San Antonio and bound at Universal Book Bindery. Uh, this, we took delivery the other day of the next-to-last shipment of the sixth printing of the book, um, as I, uh, as I uh, sell the books, as they sell, I sign them. Your satisfaction is fully guaranteed, or I'll give you a, a, a complete refund on the book if you're not satisfied that it uh, meets uh, your expectations. I've not been asked to refund on any of the books so far to date. So I think you'll like it, and uh, I put my money where my mouth is. 
The way that you get it, since it's not in stores, not on Amazon, you either call my office Monday through Friday business hours or you order it from my website. The office phone number is 800 752 GROW, 800 752 4769. The website is neilsperry.com, N E I L S P E R R Y.com. That's Neil Sperry's Lone Star Gardening for only $34.95 for a limited time more. For more than 20 years, I've told you about advanced foundation repair leaders in the foundation repair industry. They hold the patents. They led the way. First with a warranty that's transferable owner to owner for the lifetime of the house. Don't let expanding and contracting clay soils tear up your foundation and ruin your house. Call for their free home inspection. Advanced Foundation Repair. 214-333-0003. It's foundationrepairs.com. Thank you very much and once again i'll tell you about arborological services i don't know if you have ever watched professional tree climbers do their job but it is first and foremost safety uh, on their minds secondly getting to the place where they need to be to do the proper type of trimming and getting the equipment up and down properly there are ground men who do that uh, work they they support the team and uh, then brush removal yeah, I have never once in 25 years of doing ads for Steve Hauser, I've never once talked about the ground people that it takes to support the climbers. But um, they are there to send equipment up, to send uh, the uh, all, all the supplies that are needed. They are there uh, to assist in lowering the uh, branches, the big limbs, all of that, and to carry it off to get the place completely cleaned up afterwards. They're pretty awesome too, and they are not the ones who get the glamour, not the ones who get all the notoriety, but they are just as important. This is a real team that goes out for arborological services because the work is state-of-the-art, and uh, they want it done that way, and they want that on their reputation, that, that they do the best work. They know the the, all the detail. Arborological Services, the only company that will ever touch our trees. They have a, they're totally local, but they have a toll-free number, 866-552-7267. Don't be confused into thinking they're some out-of-state uh, company. They are right here in the Metroplex. Arborological Services, 866-552-7267. On the web, it's Arborological dot com arborological services i'm mike from grand prairie ace hardware we're your source of those great lawn and garden products count on us for friendly service you can trust ace is a place with the helpful hardware folks and now back to neil thank you mike very very much and ace has uh, been my sponsor of both of these hours now for uh, for six or seven years, some something like that, a long time. They have been very loyal, and Mike also has been here all of that time, so I thank him uh, very, very much. If you've just joined me, I need to remind you that uh, starting next week, beginning next week, this hour will be something else. I don't know what it will be, but it won't be my program. Uh, I'll be one hour instead of two, still sponsored by Ace, but it'll be from one until two only tomorrow morning. Uh, I'll be 8 until 10 at WBAP, but that program will go uh, then later to 8 until 9 only. And the reason is, uh, as I mentioned earlier this hour, is strictly because I just uh, am not able to get out to do ad sales. The uh, infusion therapy that I got for uh, melanoma, I can't walk. It's just it was not the right material. And uh, I'll be starting a new round of treatments at MD Anderson this week and uh, yeah, I hope that wears off anything that I have pales by comparison to what women with breast cancer uh, and, and people with other types of cancer go through with chemotherapy this is nothing and I do not ask for any great sympathy because I, I, I pretty much have nothing to complain about just blessed so we are joined right now by our pastor, Pastor Tommy Brummett of the First United Methodist Church of downtown McKinney. 
And Tommy, how are you today on this rainy day? <laughs> wet, Neil. It's wet. Today. What was it two weeks ago? It was 110 degrees? Isn't that crazy? That crazy how things shift and move? Yes, indeed. But, oh, my gosh, we got a lot of rain, and it was good to get water on the ground, wasn't it? Isn't it, though? And it's amazing how green grass gets in a hurry when it rains. It's funny how uh, how it says thank you. That's kind of nice. It is so, sweet. And I understand that you uh, saw Channel 5 last night or sometime or other and, and saw our son Brian and his uh, buddy Greg Kinzer, the, the net man, and that feature. Wasn't that fun? <laughs> I was up about five o'clock this morning. I switched over to see if I could catch the weather, and there was Brian on my TV. <laughs> okay. Well, I sent you a link so you can watch it again, and and uh, that was twenty years ago. They uh, they are still very dear friends. They were best men for each other, and and uh, they uh, they said the ball boy was not too pleased with them. They they were snagging the ball right out of his glove. <laughs> Oh man, you know it's 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 funny. Uh, you know, people who have lived in this in this area for a, for a while, the history and the stories that we have with the Texas Rangers, isn't it? Yeah, and the and the pain and agony. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was beautiful last night. I had a hard time going to sleep after that. We called Brian and talked until one thirty. So <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Yeah, folks, if you want to see that story, it's uh, on Channel Five uh, uh, website. It's called uh, Rangers fans recount netmen memories ahead of Game One of World Series. Brian's uh, Brian Tina's son Nolan was born the day of Game Six. Speaking of pain and agony, uh, not because of the birth, but because of what happened in Game Six uh, yes. twelve years ago. Yesterday was his birthday, so it turned out a little better for Nolan. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. So, what is our sermon going to be tomorrow, Tommy? So we're in our stewardship uh, campaign, and we're and we're talking about uh, how we are called by the Spirit to be the church. The Spirit moves in us to bless to bless us and others, and uh, we're going to talk about what that means here in downtown McKinney uh, tomorrow. That is a very important part of any church, and uh, whatever church you belong to, my friends, I hope you will support your church. And uh, we'll we'll consider the stewardship drives that happen for all churches at some point or another. Tommy, I see a lot of water birds around, and and uh, boy, they've got to be loving this. They're not waiting in the mud right now; they're waiting in water for a change. That's kind of good. What did you see yesterday? So I saw snow geese flying over, just just squadrons and squadrons of geese flying over uh, in formation. It was a beautiful thing. I was in my car, so I couldn't hear them. Usually, you can hear uh, snow geese way up high, but um, but it was it was good to see them. I went up to the Hagerman uh, last week. I had a chance. I was up in that area, so I just went by. And Lake Texoma was so low, you you just it was hard to see any water birds uh, there. But uh, saw a few, uh, saw some some ibis. Uh, but it's good to get this rain to fill up our lakes and and uh, and bless the earth. It's going to help a lot, and it will it will accumulate pretty quickly with this kind of runoff. So that should oh, yes, help. It will. This is First United Methodist Church downtown McKinney at three fifteen North Church Street. Services and all the times and everything at sharingtheheart.org. This is Pastor Tommy Brummett. Hey everybody, thanks for listening. Until next week at one. Happy gardening.